The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. My mission in life is to inspire, educate and support you to be, do, have and feel what you want. Mostly I've worked with business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders and managers and I have a particular interest in helping small business owners because my parents and grandparents all owned businesses and worked for themselves. I grew up as an only child of taxi proprietors and I'm often quoted as saying we had money but no time. When I look back on my upbringing, I can see how I was influenced by my mum and dad when it comes to spending and saving money and today I'm really excited because our guest, holistic prosperity and mindset mentor, Joan Sotkin, is going to help us understand how the emotions we learned in early childhood can affect our earning capacity as an adult. Welcome, Joan. It's great to be here. I love the fact that we can do this across the whole world. It's wonderful. Yes, yes. And whereabouts are you at the moment? I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ah, nice. Okay. Well, I'm in a place called Ticonderoga, which is about six hours north of New York, so not in Australia, and uh, experiencing the snow. (laughs) I thought you were in, in Australia. Okay, so we're closer than I thought. Yes, yeah. Okay, so Joan, you've written a number of books, and today we're going to focus on how to build your money muscles, nine simple exercises for improving your relationship with money. You're known for your empathy and compassion. And I understand that you suffered from a long list of physical, emotional and financial problems for a number of years, which led you to give away all your possessions, embark on an extended spiritual journey, which enabled you to connect to the deeper parts of yourself and to find everything you needed to create health, well-being and peace of mind for yourself. Going bankrupt in the 1980s after consistently grossing in excess of $30,000 per month led you on the path of learning everything you could about business and financial management, which then allowed you to flourish as an entrepreneur as well as sharing what you learned with others. Through your education, you've come to understand the connection between emotions and the life stories we create for ourselves and how we act out family of origin issues through our businesses and finances. I can't wait for you to share your story and what you've learned with our listeners. So, Joan, what happened? What led you to look for the internal factors that affect people's finances? Well, I have two millionaire brothers, and I couldn't rub two pennies together. (laughs) And I was sick, and I I was the identified patient in the family. What's wrong with Joni? Mm -hmm. And, And so I said, why? 
why why are they creating the the life that they are and I'm doing what I'm doing and by this time this was in the, the 1970s I was already into metaphysics and and meditating and I wanted to know why I couldn't get my act together and that's what led me on the journey and uh, when I I I got in touch with that inner voice when I gave everything I owned away and because what I was trying to accomplish there was nothing written about it that I could find uh-huh. and so I had to figure it out for myself when I was 32 years old a doctor said to me you're you're never going to be healthy you're just a hypochondriac get get used to having all your disorders oh. and I said and I said no thanks that's not my story so I started reading about physiology and biology and microbiology and herbs and homeopathy and all the alternatives, and I figured out how the body works and how to fix it. Wow, fascinating. And it wasn't only your body that you fixed either, was it? It was your finances. Well, that goes along with it. I mean, I was pretty screwed up uh, emotionally as well, which mm-hmm. is why I got into this. And, and I came to understand early on that our emotions uh, really affect our life outcomes. I was going to 12-step meetings, mm-hmm. and when I went to Overeaters Anonymous, I found that there was a connection between eating and my money and my feelings. When I went to Debtors Anonymous, <laughs> I discovered there was a connection between my money and my emotions, but they didn't go into it very deeply. Mm-hmm. And I came from a family where it was a spoken rule, Sotkins don't feel. Oh. And so it's not like I had a big feeling vocabulary to start <laughs> out with. And when I went to Codependence Anonymous and I would tell them how I felt and they would clap, I thought, oh, this is cool. And so let me find out more about feelings. <laughs> and I, I used to, I used to, I one time made a, made a long list of feelings and then I would practice feeling them all because I needed to know what they were, and when when I started getting in touch with my shame and my anger and and the the deprivation, then I had to figure out a way of shifting from where I was to where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. and that's become the core information that I try to teach people. You know, it's interesting that you say uh, Sotkins don't feel. When I was growing up, there was two words we were not allowed to say in our house. One was stressed and the other one was depressed. It's like, get on with it, just get over it. (laughs) And and like you, I I find it difficult uh, to not experience it so much but to express it. So, um, yeah, and I think that a lot of our business owners have the and leaders have the – idea that they have to be the strong one you know they have to be out in front nobody can see them you know crying in the back room or something like that so uh, it's really interesting that we're talking about feelings today and what I heard there is that it really does affect everything it was affecting your weight it was affecting your relationship with your money uh, and then with the codependency with your relationships with people as well right well your business is an extension of you mm-hmm. and if if you're uh, repressed, you're not going to make as much money as if you're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see a direct correlation between 
under-earning and what I call over-earning. I mean, how many more millions do you really need? <laughs> and, and touch deprivation. And so many people come from families where there wasn't good bonding or there was abuse or neglect of any kind. And as a result, there's this sense of, of, of longing longing to get touched because babies need to be touched Mm -hmm. and if they don't get the touching they need there is this instinctive feeling of longing Mm -hmm. and when someone says I'm an under earner I know that one of their feelings that they've got habitually is longing Mm -hmm. and as long as that that feeling of longing is habitual and our feelings inform our decisions which inform our life outcomes. So if longing is one of your major feelings, you're always going to feel like you haven't got enough or you aren't enough. Mm. So I'm, I'm hoping you're going to tell us what we can do about that. Well, that, everybody goes, okay, what do I do with it? <laughs> and first of all, it's never one feel. It's never, well, let me, let me go backtrack a little bit and, uh-huh. lo- and let's ask, what is it? How do I create my life stories? Because I don't believe that we're merely uh, victims of circumstances. There are certain things that are going on in the world, like the weather changes and stuff like that, that affect us. But our emotions determine how we deal with those things. Because no situation is inherently good or bad or comfortable or uncomfortable. It's what we bring to the situation. Mm-hmm. So I believe that we have a set of beliefs that lead to our, and this all happens in a nanosecond, it, we have a belief that leads to a thought, that leads to a mo- an emotion, that leads to a decision, that leads to our behaviors. And as I said, it all happens very quickly, mm-hmm. but it's every decision we make, and it's the decisions that inform our behaviors, and our behaviors determine the outcomes of our life, that uh, it's, the, it's the emotions that inform our outcomes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions, and the decisions, and the behaviors are all habits that are learned early in life. And you can change those habits by understanding brain science. In other words, you're not doing what you're doing because you're bad or inadequate or you've done something wrong. You're doing it because it's a habit. You have neural pathways in your brain that determine all these things and you can build new neural pathways. So when you say to me, how do I fix it? The basic answer is to create new neural pathways. Mm-hmm. And that sounds, it's a simple sentence, it's what, five or six words? Build <laughs> new neural pathways, right? Yep. But the problem is that we have this thing in our brain called the amygdala that doesn't like, ch- its, its purpose is to keep us safe. Mm-hmm. And anytime something happens where the outcome is uncertain, and when you're a business owner, you live in uncertainty. Yes. Your amygdala says to you, danger, danger. And, and so you retreat and, you know, you feel the fear. 
and you and and you don't have the 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 courage to move forward. And so understanding that there's nothing wrong with you, that it's a matter of building new neural pathways takes away all that I'm bad, I'm not good, I should do this, I should do that. It's a science that you're following. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think that's really liberating. And I know as um, the researchers get into more and more of the brain science and the neuroscience, it's just fascinating. But I really love what you've just said there, that this fear and lack of courage to move forward. There's nothing wrong with us. It's the brain, the way it's wired, and that we can rewire it. So I think that's a really good place for us to take a quick break and when we come back listeners I'm going to ask you Joan how do we rewire our brains particularly for prosperity stay with us we'll be right back Voice America Business Network the bottom line in business Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. Wow, how fascinating is this, that your business is an extension of you and the degree to which you're successful is with um, love, finances, health is all to do with what you were brought up with, the way that your brain was wired. And we're talking today with Joan Sotkin, and Joan has studied this for many, many years and has created her own, and I'm going to use the word recovery, and now is generously sharing this with us. So, Joan, how do we rewire our brains for prosperity? One step at a time. (laughs) (laughs) People want to change the channel. And they want to hop from where they are to where they want to be. But it's more a matter of morphing from where you are 
to where you're going. Mm -hmm. Because when you're, you know, just think about it. If you've ever had a habit that you've tried to change, you, you take two steps forward and one step back and sometimes you just give up. Mm-hmm. And that same thing happens when you're trying to change the habits that have led you to be where you are. Mm-hmm. So the system that I've put together, I call the four R's, uh, recognize, release, replace, and repeat. And the recognize part is sometimes the hardest for people because they don't have or haven't developed their inner awareness. So you have to get in touch with your thoughts. Do you criticize yourself a lot? Do you have a lot of regrets? What is the quality of your thoughts? If you were standing next to someone who was talking to you the way you talk to yourself, would you stand there or would you walk away? And (laughs) for for most people, it's a walk away. Uh, anytime you, you criticize yourself, you're keeping yourself stuck where you are. And that's just a habit. So what do you have to do? You have to create a new thinking habit. So when you hear yourself saying, you know, you should have done such and such, you have to say, thank you for sharing, but we don't talk that way anymore. Joan, and this was my phrase, Joni's a good girl and can have whatever she wants. You have to start telling yourself you're good and competent and lovable because if you're telling yourself all the other things, that's what you're getting. Can you see that? Uh, absolutely. And uh, it's, it's ringing a whole lot of bells for me. I feel like you're, you're really talking to me today because I grew up in a very critical family and, and have taken on that habit. And my husband will hear me talking and he'll just shake his head and say, oh, please don't say that. And so um, I love it. You said that Joni's a good girl and she can have whatever she wants. I love it. I'm going to take that on board. <laughs> Okay, and when when I say it, I say it out loud, and because I love applause, Mm -hmm. I clap when I'm saying it. Joni's a good girl, and I clap. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, the idea is I have to give me what I need. Mm -hmm. I can't expect anyone else to take care of what's going on between my two ears. So that's the thought place, and that's replacing the thoughts. So each time you say, I'm a good girl or good boy and can have whatever I want, you're building a new neural pathway because the old neural pathway is you should have done this and what's the matter with you and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That garbage thinking, right? And um, stinking thinking is what it's called. (laughs) And, And once you start doing the good thinking, you do it often enough, then, then it becomes a new habit. And the problem is when you're building a new habit, and I've checked this out with the neuroscientists, and I'm absolutely correct, you get what I'm call, what I call the moving stupids. You know, if you've ever moved, well, you moved from one country to another. <laughs> if you if you move from one house to another, you you, you get really stupid. Yep. You don't know where anything is. You bump into into walls. You lose your wallet. You lose your keys. You're disoriented. And that's because when you start building new neural pathways, you've still got the old ones. And when you go to do something, your brain is going, which way am I supposed to go? <laughs> and, 
So it's uncomfortable. And so when people get the moving stupids because their amygdala is saying there's uncertainty here, this is dangerous, they just go back to what they were doing before. Yeah. Uh, so you have to relate to that. <laughs> okay. So you have to be aware of this and understand it's just your brain. And every time you feel yourself disoriented, you say to yourself, oh, I have the moving stupids. That's okay. <laughs> I can just keep moving forward. And, and you have to understand that the moving stupids last, could last as long as three months or even longer because it takes as, it can take as at least 66 days they found to create a new habit, sometimes as much as 245 days. So you have to, you have to make a decision. I'm going to change this habit. And you have to become aware every time the old habit shows up. So when you start criticizing you, yourself, you say to yourself, oh, there's that old habit. That's all it is. You don't say, I shouldn't say this to myself because <laughs> then you're just doing that old stuff again. Yeah. And so you just say, oh, there it is. What would I rather be saying to myself at this moment? I'm a good girl and can have whatever I want. When I start worrying about money, because it's a normal thing to do when you're in business for yourself, because there's, you know, there's so much uncertainty. Soon as I find myself worrying about money, I say to myself, a large sum of money from an unexpected source. Because that's just as true as anything else I might be conjuring up. <laughs> I love it. And listeners, are you listening to this? And, and have you stopped whatever you're doing? <laughs> if not, I think you should. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I've been doing this work on myself for a long time. And I've gotten to the point where my biggest problem is I have no problems. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm in this state of pretty much happy most yep. of the time. You know, every once in a while I feel challenged, like I'm working on this course called Rewire Your Brain for Prosperity. <laughs> so, you know, so I go into the creative, uh, you know, that creative space where you're not sure what you're doing. And, you know, but, but that's fun, too, because <laughs> I know I'm creating something new. So I've reached this place where life is really good. <laughs> and if something isn't working right in my body, I know how to take care of it. I either go to the chiropractor. I just bought this uh, acupressure mat and you're laid down on it. It's like laying on a bed of nails. And <laughs> after about 30 seconds, it feels okay. And suddenly your back is all released of tension. There's so many things you can do for yourself. So whatever you're complaining about, understand you can change it. You just have to make a decision to change it. And, and if you'd like, I can get into how you can change your emotions using that same, because remember, the emotions are the bridge between your internal and external worlds. It's the emotions that are the force behind your life stories. And when you get to recognize, release, replace, and repeat with your emotions, that's when your life is going to change. 
Yes. So, hands up, listeners. If you do, are you nodding? Yes. Do you want to hear this? I'm nodding. Yes. <laughs> but, but just before that, Joan, I just want to um, recap there. Your four R's: recognize, release, replace, and repeat. So, basically, what you were doing when you were recognizing that, say, in, in um, an old habit of criticizing ourselves, we recognize it, then we release it. Then we replace it with something like, oh, you know, Shirley's a good girl and she can have whatever she wants and clap. <laughs> and then repeat. <laughs> so. And you repeat and repeat and repeat. And every time you repeat, that is helping you develop this new neural pathway. Oh, fantastic. So, listeners, yes, nodding, nodding. Yes, please, for the emotions. <laughs> All right. So we'll get started. There are five main, and, and since I focus on, on money, because since we have to deal with money every day, mm-hmm. it's a really good thing to focus on. And the fact is, whatever you're feeling about your money has nothing to do with money. Because money is a neutral force. It just, it's just these coins or numbers on a spreadsheet. or whatever. It, It's totally neutral. What you bring to your money has to do with what you what you feel in your life. So that when you look at your bank balance and you say to yourself, I really should be making more, oh my, I need to make more, and all those things people <laughs> say to themselves when they look at their bank balance, can you relate to that? Absolutely. Or when they open up a bill, you know, oh my God, what if I run out of money? And that, that, that. Okay. That has nothing to do with the money. That has to do with you. And once you're willing to recognize that, you're on your way because you can say, okay, what am I feeling? The minute you recognize that you're uncomfortable and you don't have to have a good feeling vocabulary to do this, you look inside and you know you kind of travel into your body it helps if you meditate on a regular basis and you become aware of the kinesthetic experience in your body am i contracted or am i expanded and once you recognize that experience that you're having internally you can recognize whether your heart is heavy whether you're feeling contracted then you say to yourself When did I feel this before? And you're going to get in touch with, eventually, all those childhood experiences that allowed you to feel ashamed and less than and sad and contracted. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So you really just, if you're not meditating at the time but you recognize it, you're just stopping for a a minute or or so and just saying, asking the question internally, when have I felt this before? And basically trusting what's coming up. And something very often you'll have a picture. Oh, I remember when my mother used to hit me. Uh Uh, And and, or when my father said to me, I'm so disappointed in you. You know, these are things, and I'm not saying my mother hit me. I'm just saying these are examples. Uh You know, uh anytime there was abuse or neglect or there was alcoholism in the family, there's that shrinking feeling. Can you relate to that? Uh Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And it's that same shrinking feeling that you're having 
when you're dealing with your money. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that's pretty profound, isn't it? It is profound, and I, I'm going to leave it there for a second while we have a break. But listeners, think about that for a minute or feel into that. And, and Joan, you can pick up with us when we come back because I'd really love you listeners to actually really go within that in the next minute or two while we have our break, and then we'll come back and, uh, and analyse that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover BusinessFreedomFighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit BusinessFreedomFighters.com today. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Well, did you ponder that? Did you think about that? Where have you experienced that feeling before? Are you contracting or expanding You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and we're talking with prosperity expert, guru, Joan Sotkin. (laughs) I mean, this is fascinating today, absolutely. So, so Joan, we, we started off talking about the emotions, and you said that there's five main feelings, but also you wanted to go through the four R's, recognize, release, replace, and repeat when it comes to emotions. We did that with thinking and thoughts and and those habits, and now you said you wanted to do it with emotions. Right. So you've gone inside your your body and you you are feeling something because your thoughts don't happen in your head. Your feelings don't happen in your head. They happen with – there's a scientific reason why you're feeling it in your gut or your heart is heavy or you're uh, tensing up in the back of your neck. So once you become aware of this experience, you can put your hand over the part of your body if there is a specific part. Otherwise, just put your hand on your chest, Uh take a deep breath in, Uh and make the sound of the feeling. 
because you have to release the feeling, right? So emotions by their nature want to be expressed. So when you express the feeling with the sound of the feeling, so like if you're looking at your bank balance and, and you're feeling really contracted, the feeling would be something like, oh, <laughs> and the feelings are going to be ugly because you know, they're uncomfortable. <laughs> and you just, in the beginning, people start out and they go, oh, <laughs> 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 little tiny. When I'm working with clients, I make the sounds along with them because I can feel what they're feeling. Yes. And and I like it when the sounds get to be, ah, you know, really loud feelings because that's really expressing it. And and you don't get rid of all your past feeling with one uh, thing doing this, but you're you're letting the feelings out of your system, mm-hmm. and and that's the expression. And in in my in my new course and and in other things that I have, I have a course now, um, financial freedom formula, a holistic approach to success and this goes into and that course goes into this a little bit so you so you express the feeling and then you say and here's the magic thing if you want new neural pathways you say what would i rather be feeling mm-hmm. and, and you may not know how to do that feeling for example if you have a disappointment habit every time you do something you're disappointed every time you try something it it works okay but it's not quite right. Now, what you need to develop is a satisfaction habit. And do you know how to feel satisfied? When was the last time you felt satisfied? So you have to teach yourself how to feel satisfied. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the replace. Now, you're going to be afraid of feeling satisfied if you've got a, a disappointment habit because you don't know how the world is going to respond to you when you're satisfied. You know, it's like, oh, they're being really nice to me now. Uh, how do I deal with this? <laughs> you know? So that's the replace. Mm-hmm. And the repeat is you just keep doing this over and over again. And pretty soon you're going to have a satisfaction habit. Mm. I, I love that. And and you see that with different people. Um, say you might engage a tradesperson and they come in and they paint your house. Uh, somebody like me will see the bits that they missed or the wiggly line that they made. Somebody else will come in and go, oh, wow, doesn't that look fantastic? Oh, I love it. Thanks very much. Okay, so you have an expectation of not being satisfied. <laughs> Yes, now that you say it. (laughs) Okay, so you have a dissatisfaction habit. Mm -hmm. So you have to say to yourself, how is this serving me? How is it protecting me? Why would I want to keep it? And, And what am I afraid will happen if I'm satisfied? Oh, I might get shoddy work. (laughs) (laughs) Because you expect it. Yes. What if you went into something expecting, and, and the fact is, you, you, by, by looking for the, the bad parts, you must be, you're probably afraid of making mistakes, if I have to guess. Oh, um, made it. And, okay, and, <laughs> and by having these really high expectations. Now, when people do a job for you, 
there's a good chance they're not going to get it right the first time, and they hope you'll tell them what they what you missed, what they missed. Mm -hmm. And and instead of going in there as a critical parent, oh, let me see what you did wrong. Mm -hmm. You can go in there as a benevolent adult and say, let's see how I can help you make this better. And right away, that's a different feeling, isn't it? Absolutely. You're helping rather than criticizing. Okay. So so if you had a critical parent, and it sounds like you had a, at least one critical parent. Very. Mm-hmm. You have to watch th that, you know, you're becoming that critical parent. I know. And it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize right, once, it. <laughs> okay. Once you recognize it. I remember at one point I let my gray hair grow in and every time I looked in the mirror, I was seeing my mother. And so <laughs> I changed it right away. You know, um, we, we don't want to be the worst of our parents. So, you know, I have a little exercise in build your money muscles where I say, when you recognize the critical parent, what you do is tell them they have to leave and you imagine that you're packing a bag with all their belongings and sending them off to live with someone else. Ah, I love it. <laughs> you're out of here now. You know, my parents are both deceased, so it's really easy. I can make up any parent I want. Yes, yes, mine are both deceased as well and I'm sure my husband would be like to see me pack that one off. <laughs> Okay, and there's and you just have to decide to do that. Mm -hmm. It's yep. just the decision. And once you make the decision, you say, how do I do that? And am I following through? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's not going to happen automatically because you have to build the new neural pathways in your brain and you're going to get the moving stupids. You're so used to this critical. You and your husband have something going on between you where you get critical and he says you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. So when you stop being critical, what's he supposed to do? So he's going to push back mm -hmm. because he doesn't expect you to be doing the new behavior. Yes. yes. Okay? Yep. So that's something that holds people back. Yeah. Wow. Isn't this fascinating? And listeners, if you're in a leadership position, I'm just wondering, are you being the critical parent with your employees? Mm. Right. And, you know, I work mostly with, with business people. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how often I have to help them see how codependent they're being. Mm -hmm. And my, the work I do is to help leaders become more effective. Mm -hmm. To get their family of origin issues out of the way using brain science so that they don't have to stay where they are emotionally and having the results that they do. Because if you're not getting satisfactory results, it's not because of the other people. It's either because you haven't got the skills to do what you need to be doing. And that can be financial. It can be business skills. A lot of people think they just have to change their thoughts and everything's immediately going to get better. No, you have to have the skills. You have to know how to manage cash flow. If you're in business for yourself and you don't know how to manage cash flow, you're not going to get wealthy. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's a simple principle. Well, I'm not good with numbers. That's what I hear from people. I'm not very good with numbers. Well, <laughs> you, you don't have to be good with numbers. You just have to be good with data entry. The software does all the work. 
Mm. So mm. once you make the decision, it's like when when the doctor said to me, You're, you, you can't be healthy, I said, that's not my story. Now, that wasn't the end of it. I I studied physiology and biology and microbiology and all these other things so I could fix it. Mm-hmm. I had to learn this, learn what I needed to know in order not to take drugs because I was on all sorts of psychotropic drugs because I was depressed for 15 years. I mean, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn about detoxification and all this stuff before there were any books about it. So once you decide what you want, and I'm saying really decide and commit to it, Uh the information you need is going to come. You just have to follow through and be willing to go through the moving stupids. Yes, yes. And I I can certainly relate to the moving stupids. And and I love that you've coined that term because, I mean, it does, it takes away that judgment, doesn't it? It just, you know. It's just the moving stupids. When I do, when I do groups and when I do coaching, people say to me, boy, do I have the moving stupids. And once you recognize it, that's what it is. It's like, okay, I've got the moving stupids. I just have to wait till the new neural pathways get into place and I'll be okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Joan, we're going to take our last break. And when we come back, let's talk about these five main feelings and uh, and see if we've got time for some other questions as well. Stay with us, listeners. We'll be right back. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Well, listeners, 
<laughs> can you recognize those moving stupids every time that you go to change a habit? I know I certainly have coming to America from Australia. Um, it just takes the pressure off now because I don't know how things work. We had to go and get photos of our car today that we bought because insurance requires that. We don't do that in Australia. So I had the moving stupids. So thank you, Joan. That was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Joan, we talked about your four R's, which is uh, recognise, uh, release, replace and repeat. And we did that for our thoughts and habits and also for our emotions. And then you mentioned that there were five main feelings. So would you uh, talk more about that, please? Sure. All right. So I like to boil things down to the basics. What's mm -hmm. going on? And the five main feelings are aloneness, mm -hmm. deprivation, shame, anger, and a sense of being trapped. Mm -hmm. So let's take the trapped. I mean, aloneness is a big one because, uh, you know, because of our family backgrounds and we didn't feel touched or connected because that longing that I talked about before, that's, that's that feeling of aloneness. And it's like when you think you need more money, you don't need more money. You need more people because money always comes from people. So when you're saying, oh, I really need more money, you're really saying I need more people. I yeah. need to be touched. I need to feel connected. Okay? okay. But that sense of being trapped, when, when, when you're in a, a financial position or your business isn't the way, going the way you want it to, Think about that for a moment. And don't you feel limited mm. and, and trapped in your space you're in? Most of us have a set point when it comes to finances. And mine was $60,000 a year. Mm -hmm. I, it, was, it wasn't difficult for me to grow $60,000 a year. Getting past that took a real effort. Not only internally, but I had to learn financial management skills that I didn't have before. When I had my crystal business in the 1980s, um, I was bringing in a lot of money and I wound up going bankrupt because I didn't know how to manage my cash flow mm -hmm. along with all these feelings of aloneness and abandonment that I had. So it's, a, it's never simple because humans are never simple. There's always so much going on. But the sense of being trapped I wanted to see if you can relate to that. I can't. What's keeping me from reaching my income potential? What is keeping my business from making what I know I'm capable of doing? Why is person X able to make so much money doing the same thing I'm doing and I'm stuck where I am? Can mm. you relate to any of that? Oh, absolutely. And a lot of my clients, I can see in, that in them as well. And um, it, absolutely. And, we, and they'll look and they'll go, you know, there's the com competition over there. How come there uh, it seems to be easy for them? Um, absolutely. You're, you're assuming. Now, they may have over-earning uh -huh. where they're, they're feeling so uh, deprived of touch that they never have enough. Mm -hmm. And so they work themselves till they're sick so they can say, I've got more money than you. Mm -hmm. But it's never about the money. Mm -hmm. It's always about the feelings and relationships. 
Once you understand that, once you can say to yourself, wait a minute, it's never about the money. What's going on? What am I feeling? When have I felt it before? And what would I rather be feeling? Yeah, so I'm writing that down, listeners, <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> what am I feeling? When have I felt that before? And what would I rather what feel? <laughs> yes. Because hmm. yeah. actually, anytime you really let yourself feel the feeling, that's a way of, re- of releasing it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, as soon as you say, oh, I really feel awful. See, the problem is we're afraid if we recognize our feelings and we acknowledge them, that we're always going to feel that bad. But the thing is, the more you're willing to express it, the sooner it goes away. Oh, I like that. I like that. And, and that's what our show's all about, Joan, is reclaim your freedom because a lot of our business owners and entrepreneurs do feel trapped. You know, they go into business thinking that they're going to have the freedom. And in fact, what they find is that <laughs> they're working for the hardest, most awful boss they've ever had. And that's themselves. Right. Particularly if that boss is a critical parent. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so so there are our five main feelings, aloneness, deprivation, shame, anger, and feeling trapped. What happens, Joan, and I've seen this with a, a number of clients, is when they've changed roles and, you know, they, they've stepped in from, say, being very successful as a salesperson and then becoming a manager and uh, their income goes down, their competence, everything goes down. Um, what happens there? Well, probably a number of things, and we're, we're making generalization now. It's going to be different for each person. Sure. But they had a very clear identity as a salesperson. Mm-hmm. They, they're suddenly in a parent position because mm-hmm. managers are in a parent position, mm-hmm. and they may know, not know how to do that with all the new ways of being a manager. Mm-hmm. So they may have to get training that they didn't have before, on how to be an effective manager. And they may feel inadequate in that role because they've got the moving stupids. You know, <laughs> I, I know how to be a, a, a salesperson. I'm, I, I don't know if I'm doing this right or not. So if you get into a new role, it's probably a good idea to get a coach mm-hmm. so that you can have that coach give you some feedback about, and, and to ask you questions about, do you know how to do this? And how are you feeling? And when, when you've done something for 10 years and you're really good at it, and you move into uh, a position that you haven't done before and you're not very good at it, it's because you haven't learned it. And so all your feelings of inadequacy that you haven't expressed are going to come to the surface. Also, I've noticed when people get to be 50 years old, and they haven't dealt with their family of origin issues, they are going to come to the surface. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's probably a conversation for another time. I'd love to get into that with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now, Jane, I, I could talk for a long time without repeating myself. <laughs> and, and I could listen to you for a long time as well. I'm finding this fascinating. What about you, listeners? Are you looking at yourself? Are you looking at your business? Are you looking at your team? When was the last time you experienced the moving stupids? 
um, absolutely fascinating stuff. Is your business being as successful as you'd like? If not, perhaps it's one of these feelings or these habits that you can change. And Joan, you're giving us so much content and that here today. Um, where can people find out more about you or some of the products that you've got to offer? Everything starts at prosperityplace.com where I have links to my products and my podcast and, and everything else. But I had mentioned the financial freedom formula, a holistic blueprint for success. Uh, if you, if you click on the programs link, then you'll see that program. And if you use the coupon VIP zero, um, you can get 50% off of that program. That's very generous of you, Joan. So your financial freedom formula program using the coupon VIP and the number zero for a 50% reduction. That's very generous. Thank you. And if you, when you're at Prosperity Place, sign up for the free audios and eBooks, and then you'll know when the big program comes out uh, probably in February. Oh, and tell us the name of that again. It was Rewire. Rewire your brain for prosperity. I love it. I love it. Well, Joan, thank you so much for being with us today. Listeners, did you recognize yourself in some of those profiles that Joan mentioned? Which of Joan's suggestions will you take away today and implement? And you know my favorite quote by Herbert Spencer, the great aim of education is not knowledge but action. And today Joan has been very generous with giving you practical actions you can implement right away to build your money muscle. Joan, thanks so much for talking with us today. It was fascinating. Remember prosperityplace.com and the coupon VIP and the number zero. That's all we have time for today. So as always, I encourage you to implement what you've learned so you can continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.